Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views over on the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? Amy, can we do this in like six minutes? Okay. Six minute episode, Why? just fly through, just not even touch on the the actual news, just talk about the headlines and then move on. Um. Why? Because this episode is the only thing standing between me and vacation. Ah, uh, Jonathan, whatever, whatever you need. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us this week. On- <laughs> <laughs> so kidding. where are you headed? Where are you headed? We're headed to Disneyland. Awesome. The whole fam. That's awesome. So got to go out there for work and everything. So we kind of extended it and, you know, picked up some hotel nights on the front and back end of the trip and, yeah. and, um, taking the whole fam and bunch of the kids are flying for the first time three of the kids are flying for the first time today so it should be interesting that's a big moment oh yeah and if it's your first flight that's a big flight to have to go to the west coast yeah you know just just a three and a half hour four and a half hour flight no big deal that's a lot of fun (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a blast so we're really looking forward to it glad to be getting away and you know really excited about it and i know just as excited as some folks will be this June, when we head out to Anaheim for the SBC annual meeting. That's right. So, That's right. I don't know if you saw my tweet this week, Amy. Pre-registration is over 2,000 now. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. It's exciting. People are coming out to the West Coast, and it's, it's going to be good. Uh, and I have to imagine our friends who are already out in California are really excited. Oh, absolutely. To have, have everybody coming. Yep. Great article this week from Jeff Orge about mm-hmm. ministering out in California and oh. how glad he is to be from there and, and in there. And uh, just a great article. I, I need to put that in the show notes as well. It's not in our, our rundown here because it's just a first person. It's not right. really news, but it's a really good article from Jeff Orge, the president in Gateway. Yeah, it was excellent. I loved it. All right. Well, hey, speaking of seminaries and our show here, We want to thank our sponsor each and every week, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary over in Fort Worth, Texas. All the upheaval and disruption over the past two years have left many asking, what does ministry look like now? The Ministry Now Conference will answer this question on March 22nd through 24th. Experienced ministry leaders from across the nation will gather at Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas to explore how God's churches can thrive in this ever-changing ministry context. Founded on an unyielding commitment to biblical truth built by expert practitioners and designed to encourage and equip God's people in every area of ministry, this gathering will empower you to live your calling wherever you serve God. So join them in Fort Worth, Texas on March 22nd and 24th. You can reserve your tickets now at swbts.edu slash ministrynow2022. That's swbts.edu slash ministrynow2022. That's just uh, less than two weeks away. So got to get your tickets now. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Well, hey, Amy, we start with some news out of the EC. We had a president search team named for the vacant presidency of the EC just a couple of weeks ago at the EC meeting here in Nashville. That team has now met and selected a chair and it's friend of the pod, Adron Robinson. Good friend of the pod. Yes. So uh, Adron Robinson's been on the EC for quite a while. I don't, I'm not sure how many years. Um, but very involved, has also served on the resolutions committee for several years, will not be this year. I, uh, I gave him a hard time because it would have been his fourth year, I think, if he had done it. So uh, he said, 
I'm good. I'm, I'm going to take a break. But now he's serving in this role, which is a very important one. Uh, he's the senior pastor of Hillcrest Baptist Church in Country Club Hills, Illinois, which is there in the Chicago area. Also, David Sons from Lake Murray Baptist Church in Lexington, South Carolina, is the vice chair. And Philip Robertson, a senior pastor of Philadelphia Baptist Church in DeVille, Louisiana, he is serving as secretary. Yep. So they have put up a landing page at sbc.net slash EC search. That's sbc.net slash EC search, where they have launched a 21-day prayer campaign starting today. Uh, we're recording yeah. this on Friday, March the 11th. So the 11th through the end of the month, the 31st. So you got a 21-day prayer window there and a downloadable resource for you to join in that call to prayer. So they're asking folks to pray with them for the next 21 days. That prayer guide is available over at sbc.net slash EC search. So you can visit yeah. that website there and download that and uh, pray along with a lot of people for this uh, opening right. at the EC. I was looking at it last night and it's a very well done prayer guide. I, I really appreciate what they're asking for. And they're asking people to have patience, you know, that these things take time and even acknowledging that while the guidepost study is going on, it really would not be wise for the committee to be diving right in, you know, so this is really good for a time of prayer before they start like getting resumes and, you know, doing all of these things. So uh, re- just very well explained yeah. and um, a great prayer guide. I really can really uh, encourage everybody to get that. I'm, I'm going to just encourage people on day five more than normal. Uh, that's the one where people pray for you, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. Day five, big you, day, big day in this house. Because you could certainly Holy use smokes. as many prayers as possible. Yeah. March the 15th. The Ides of March. Or my, yeah. wait, wait a minute. What that's, happened there? That's an important... Whose idea uh, was that? <laughs> that's... That, yeah. I told them to put you on there. Man, what? what who, who put this together? Oh, wait. That, that, was, that was probably <laughs> that was me. That you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I didn't even realize that. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving on, Amy. There you go. Moving on. Big news this week out of Missouri. Or, well... Big not news, I guess. Well, it is news, right. but it's it's not. It's something that's not happening that's news, right? John Yates right. will not seek re-election as recording secretary of the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty significant. This is going to be his 25th term as recording secretary and will be his last. He will not be renominated, will not be seeking it. And uh, so 25, that's quite a milestone. Yeah. And uh, so there's a story on Baptist Press that just kind of gives a little bit of the background, some pieces of information about his tenure. One of the most interesting being that in 2011 and 2017, he served both as recording secretary and registration secretary because Jim Wells, uh, who was the long running registration secretary, had been absent those years because of, of health issues. You know, so Yates would serve in sort of both roles, even as Don Currents was working behind the scenes, you know, a lot. So he's seen he's seen quite a bit. He has, Amy, and we we have no names to who will seek this position. So we will uh, kind of keep an eye on that, see if anybody's name gets thrown in the hat down the road. But uh, John Yates, yep, leaving after 25 years in the recording secretary position. So I'm sure uh, there'll be a time to honor him later on this summer. Some big news out of Lifeway to Amy. Missy Branch, good friend of the pod and, and good friend of yours, is the new chairwoman over at Lifeway. 
Yeah, very exciting. So I I tweeted it this week with the phrase this week in SBC history because it is a very historic moment. So this is first time in 130 year history that Lifeway has elected an African American woman as trustee chair. She was elected during a special called meeting. So she was the vice chair of the board. She's been on the board since 2017. The chair, Greg Kennedy, uh, needed to step down because of a a health issue that has popped up. So he's going to continue as a board member, but just did not need to serve as chair anymore just because of the time constraints. And so they had a special call meeting and they elected Missy to become the chair. And then Luther McDaniel um, will be vice chair. And he's a member of First Baptist Church, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Um, He's a CFO at Empirical Capital Partners. So he'll be uh, he'll be in the vice chair role. And man, I got to tell you, Missy Branch is just, she's one of the neatest people. And she is such a thoughtful person, really considers everything that she is doing. She is the um, assistant dean of students to women and director of graduate life at Southeastern here. And I have known her pretty much, we we moved to town around the same time. So I've known her for almost 10 years. And uh, I have complete confidence in her in this role. She's going to be amazing. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. So congratulations to Missy and to Lifeway on that historic election. And Amy, we, we got a couple of, uh, well, this is like the LinkedIn segment of the program here. We've got a, yeah. a couple of uh, entities searching for new leaders. Uh, we, we talked about the EC president search team. Well, California, they're looking for a new executive director in the Baptist College of Florida is looking for a new president. Yeah. So looking at California, Bill Agee, who has already announced his retirement, he it's his spot that will be replaced. And so the convention has launched has launched their search now. Yes. The president, Victor Chiasa Rizabon, uh, is a member of the search you, you committee. Just all over that, man. I, I mean, just, just rolled it out. That's just, three times in a row. You just like every week you're trying to work that name in. Just rolled it out. He said that the new leader should be a man called and sent by God and able to navigate California's unique diversity. And so just the ability to uh, help people work together in unity, knowing that there's going to be a lot of, you know, folks in all different kinds of, of settings and contexts. Yeah. So uh, they are at, they're asking that the new leader be someone who has served as a pastor in the West has experienced, Experience in organizational leadership, um, at least a master's degree in a strong communicator. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. And then down in Florida, the Baptist College of Florida, they are also seeking a new president as they, they kind of move into a new era down there at the BCF. That's right. So this is uh, Thomas Kinchin. He has been there for like 30 years. I mean, just a long, long time. It's hard to even imagine another president at the Baptist College of Florida, um, but they have named a five-member presidential search committee, and so they'll be beginning that, looking for a uniquely qualified individual who can provide the visionary leadership needed to effectively lead the Baptist College of Florida. So that one's getting started, too. Like you said, it's the LinkedIn LinkedIn episode, because then we look at the transitional president of Hannibal LaGrange, yeah, that's Rodney the next Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're starting to meet with faculty, staff, and students uh, to begin laying things out for the future. They held a solemn assembly yesterday with uh, Claude King kind of leading in prayer, fasting, petition, and repentance, and really just asking, um, asking everyone to reach out in prayer 
for the future of the school. Yeah, so a lot going on up at Hannibal Grange this week. Kind of this story was a, a bit of a surprise to many, I know. So uh, we'll keep an eye on everything up in Missouri at Hannibal Grange. And uh, if we hear any other updates from the Baptist College of Florida or the California Southern Baptist Convention, we'll bring that to you here on the podcast. Amy, that's going to do it for our news this week and bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. All right, we're going to go back to 1962. And I think I may have even done this on a previous year, but I'm reaching the stage, Jonathan, where I feel like we've been doing this since 2015. If if I recycle, there's we can talk about it again, or there be if new listeners. To all all 370 episodes, and you're upset that we recycle a history moment. Well, I'll, I'll buy you coffee next time you're in Nashville. Yeah, but this is we're gonna go to 1962 for something that I'm actually a little upset about, Jonathan, from when I worked for you that I didn't actually get this job. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to March. Well, I'll tell you what, you, you come back and work for me again and I'll give this job to you. Uh, okay. Moving on. Let's just go to the story. 1962, March 10th is when it was announced that Baptist press news service of the Southern Baptist convention was accredited for coverage of the white house. Yeah. We we've talked about this. I know, but I want to do it again. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. So, I am just amazed. And I realized there was a Washington correspondent. I realized Tom Stroh did, but I can't believe you didn't get White House press credentials for me to be able to go and cover the White House. Well, first of all, you weren't on the Baptist press team. I know, but you could have hired me for that. You could have hired me to be the White House correspondent. I could have stood out on the yard with my iPhone. I think they call it the lawn. Well, where I'm from, it's the yard. You, I could have stood out on the lawn. You take the girl out of Tennessee, but you can't take the Tennessee out of the girl. So. I could have stood out on the lawn with my iPhone, done reports. Yeah. So, no, I know we've talked about You and Cokie Roberts I, hanging yes, out. Yes, yes, All right. We've talked about this before, but I just saw it and wanted to thought, you know what? We're just going to bring this one up again. So 1962 is when Baptist Press was accredited for coverage of the White House. There were more than 1,200 correspondents accredited by the White House, but at that time, only the National Catholic Welfare Conference, Jewish Telegraph Agency, and Lutheran Layman's League were the denominations that had been in the group. Um, RNS and Christian Science Monitor were also accredited, but they weren't, you know, they were religious news, but not necessarily connected with a denomination. So it's kind of a big deal. It was only like the fourth one. They said that the White House Press Secretary's Office had laid out that you had to have accreditation in Congress first. And so Baptist Press had gotten that the year before. So it's just kind of a big milestone there. I'm just trying to get us verified on Twitter right now, Amy. So I know, I know. I've been trying to get into Apple News for two years and they keep delaying me. I don't, I mean, I'm trying. It'd probably be easier to get White House credentials than some of this other stuff. Maybe. Well, Barry Garrett uh, was the regional editor in Washington. And so he's the one that got the press credentials. I just want to say that I wish that at least once you had sent me up there. That's all I'm saying. Well, I had Tom. I know, I know, but you just, just for fun. Like you just could have, you know, sent me in the, in the room. You just want to just take CP funded trips for fun, Amy. Is that what you're saying? Wow. I'm really getting backed into a corner here. What if I had offered to pay my own way and you just gave me the accreditation so that I could go in and be in the room? Okay. Maybe. I would have covered it very well. 
All right. Well, all right. I mean, anyway. I actually sent you up there for all the COVID press conferences. Wait, they yeah. were, or even they, I don't even know if they were letting people. Yeah, they were letting people in the room. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just having fun. But it was a big milestone for Baptist Press. And so uh, kind of cool. 1962 all happened this week in SBC history. Very cool. Yes. And we've done that one before, but it's still fun to do. All right, Amy, resources of the week. My resource of the week came in the mail this week unexpectedly. I think you got a copy, too. I saw a few other people saying that they got a copy. Here's a note for those in the future. If you send us free stuff and it's really good and it's unexpected, we will use it on the podcast. So just FYI, the Piercing Heaven Prayer Journal, Amy, arrived this week in the mail and it is amazing. Like I, I had not heard of this. Apparently this has been a thing, the Piercing Heaven like devotional. It's writings of Puritans. Okay, so it's Puritan prayers and they've taken it and apparently it was a book before. I didn't know about it. I've, I've heard of the Valley of Vision it's yeah. very similar to that. So think Valley of Vision. I mean, that's kind of the one that everybody kind of knows, but it's very similar to that. And yeah. they have taken it and put it into a journal format with wide margins. So you can journal along with it as you use it for your prayer guide. So you can use these prayers and journal along with it. So it gives you a little bit more space than maybe just a, a regular book that would just have prayers printed in it. So the Piercing Heaven Prayer Journal, very well done by Lexham Press. And they sent that to us this week. I know you got a copy as well at your house. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. excited about it. We are um, we are open to free copies of books if you want us to review them and put them on the podcast and talk about them. And I tweeted it out and had a lot of people saying, hey, I've never heard of this. I didn't know this existed. Or I have the book. I didn't know they were doing a prayer journal. I'm getting it now. I pre-ordered it on Amazon. So if you send us something, we may use it. Um, but I, I know what I will always use, though, if you send me, Amy, is baked goods. I will review those on the, the show here. Yes. Absolutely. Books, hit or miss. Baked goods, absolutely. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm aware. We've okay. met. All right. Yes, so. we've met. All right, your resource of the week is? My resource of the week is a new book by David Roach. Oh, yes. We got to get him on the podcast. I'm going to get him on the podcast and talk about that. I've been trying to get through vacation and everything because it's just been wild at work. But he's going to yeah. come on and talk about this book. Yeah, so it just published in December of 2021, the Southern Baptist Convention in and civil rights, 1954 to 1995, conservative theology, segrega segregation and change. And so it's just kind of another, we, there's a lot of stuff out there that talks about um, the SBC and the civil rights movement. I just ordered this. It came in over the week. I have not gotten to read it yet, but I am, um, but I'm very intrigued to, uh, to see David's perspective, his research, things like that. Definitely. We're going to have him on the podcast, talk about this. So David, good friend of the pod, and uh, pastor's down in Mobile now, in the Mobile area. So uh, we'll, we'll get him on and talk about this. I think this is his dissertation that he took, kind of edited again, yeah. put it into a book form. So. Yes, I believe it is his dissertation. So uh, it's a definitely a very timely topic, and uh, so just came out in December. Yeah. So, all right, those are our resources of the week this week. Again, the week of prayer for North American missions is ongoing, and it's in just a couple of days. This has been the week of prayer for North American missions. Again, also, if you want to participate in everything that Send Relief is doing over in Ukraine, you can do that over at sendrelief.org. And final reminder here is the 21 days of prayer for the executive committee president search begins today. The 11th and day five is the most important. All right. You're just gonna let it go at that. Pretty much. Yes. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let that go and just say all the days are important. Everyone oh. participate in all the days. But please, please, on the odds of March, pray for Jonathan, folks. <laughs>
He needs it. You can do it every day. I, I'm good with that. It doesn't have to just be on day five. Beware the odds of March. Oh, Jonathan. gosh. Yes. Beware that, the odds yeah. of March. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Amy. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week. Headed on vacation, Amy. I'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>